1: Obviously, so many people of your career have compared you to Roger Federer. You made the point, well, hold on, I haven't reached the, the second week of a slam yet. I haven't won an ATP title yet. There may be some similarities and it's a compliment, but it's, it's not right to compare in that way just yet. But I, I just wonder, I mean, is is he somebody you watched when you were growing up and in any way modelled your strokes on at all?
2: No, no, de- definitely not. I mean, I was watching also a lot of Pete Sampras, Andragas, you know, these guys, and... I mean, my dad was my coach ever since I remember myself, so it's I think everything was was put up all together. You know, you cannot name one thing that I was trying to copy. Of course, you can see, I think for many players, you can see the small things and try to, to make them in, the, in this way, or serve, or bat him for him, whatever it is, doesn't matter what shot it is, but... I was never like sitting in front of a TV in particular and say, Okay, today I gotta do exactly like him and stuff. I think I think it's impossible. I think every player has his own his own style of course and, and I think everyone wants to kind of build up his own personality, his own his own, you know, him. So I think it's, it's just comparisons like that of course, you know, it's nice to hear or know that but that's you know that's not my point and um, as, as you said what I said at the press conference and I'm sticking to it so yeah
1: <laughs> I, d- I just want to I mean the, tr- the transition that a player makes from the junior to the senior game is historically one of the most challenging things really you can you can win matches you can win tournaments on the juniors trying to then transfer that to the senior game where do you feel you you are now H- how far along that road do you feel you are
2: Oh, I cannot. I cannot tell like exactly where I'm right now, because you know I'm. I played already a couple of quarterfinals. I played a couple of good matches and stuff. But to me, you know, that's that's not enough. It's just. I think it's just a step ahead. But I think to to make a breakthrough, it's you gotta prove not not only to the audience or to someone else, but mostly to yourself, week in and week out. We have a couple of tournaments in a row, you know, why don't just win not one or two matches, try to go to the semis, final quarters, something like that, but do it in a row, you know, do do something constant. So I think that's the most, I think that's the toughest thing actually on the, on the tour, to be very consistent in every tournament. I know it's I know it's hard and everyone is very physical nowadays and everyone is, is, is playing a great tennis, everyone is all over, is good all over the court, but, you know, if you really can say if i have to say okay now i'm there i mean that's not uh, <laughs> i'm not i don't think i'm close yet but i mean i think i'm close with my game but the rest is yet to come i think
1: i must admit i remember if i were to go back just over 10 years i, I had similar conversations with roger federer about, about that transition and he would put a great result in one week and then the next week it, it wouldn't work out so well and emotionally that was that is quite hard to take you know to to get that consistency what what is the hardest thing about trying to achieve that what why do you think to this point maybe you haven't
2: well i mean i i think every day you know you cannot of course wake up every day 100% you can you, you can do that but i think you just got to make the best out of it every day when you when you get up and when you're in the practice court or if you're in the gym or something i think that's one of the main things after after how you're going to be on match, if you're willing to try the things you want to try, or if you if you're a bit pulled back and you want to try something else, you know, there's so many, so many options, like I can there's just tons of them that but I think the, I think the, one of the main things is really to you know, when you're in the match, to do the things that you practice at And Do you
1: ever get bored on the court? I, do you, do you ever think well actually, I'd, I'd like to see what what would happen if I hit this shot, or is it or is there a game plan that you always stick to?
2: I think I yeah, have. Yeah. And I think that's what—that's the mistake sometimes, of course. So I um, i know the feeling because I've done it many times. And yes, some, sometimes, I, I mean, not nowadays, thank God, but when I was junior, I was getting bored quite often. So I was always doing some absolutely weird shots that I didn't know why I was doing them. Even till nowadays, I'm thinking about some moments. But hey, I mean... I mean, first of all, that's life, and second, you don't play the same match twice, so it's kind of fun. <laughs> is
1: that something that your your coaching team talks to you about, your, your sort of, the buzzword in tennis is focus, isn't it, focus on winning the point rather than how you win the point?
2: Yeah, of course, I mean, they've said that to me many times, but the thing is, I think everything is, is up to you, everything is in yourself, so... You cannot. I mean, it doesn't matter how many times they're coming before match and telling you, hey, "Listen, you gotta do that. D- don't do this, or or something like that." It's, it's always, it's always the case. You know what I mean? Like every time you want, you don't want to do it, but you actually do it. You end up doing it. So it, I think it's more up to yourself. Well, how you are gonna? If you if you, thinking about it, or you just wanna, you know, let it go. You don't think what they told you. Just be like, okay, listen to my inner voice. If I want to do it, I'm going to do it. If not, well, I'm going to do the same. stupid. So you're quite stuff.
1: instinctive on the court. Yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, trying to, you know, and also I think it's very important to improvise on uh, on grass courts. I mean, sometimes one of the weirdest things can be the, the most winning, you know, winning move shots. So, it, I mean, of course, within within the risk, you know, you got to put your frames and, well, yeah, so let's... Let's just be out there on the grass and, and try to do you know, the best you can. So.
1: Tennis is quite a 24-7 kind of sport, isn't it? I mean, the tour goes round, it's tournament to tournament. We're here all in the player lounge at the moment and everybody's thinking about the next match, the next practice, the next massage s- session. How, how, what is your view of tennis generally? Do you, Do you love the game? Do you go to bed thinking about the game? Do you wake up thinking about the game or... Or do you prefer not to have that sort of all-consuming obsession kind of with the sport?
2: Of course, of course I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm living into the game but the thing is, I think there's times I mean, there's time in a in a place for you to say, okay, listen you just, just take it easy for a bit, you know try to try to rest a bit and do what you can do you know, just, just relax, let, let your mind free and think for something else and well, of course, sometimes I'm getting fed up with certain things, so of course everyone says, okay, you know, just take a couple of days off, but after these couple of days off, I mean, I'm, I'm so refreshed that I'm, I'm automatically thinking what's gonna, what I'm going to do next, so I think, it's, I think it's different from person to person. Of course.
1: I mean, I'm just wondering, when you, when here you are in the early stages of your career, if I were to take you forward 10 years from now, goodness knows where you'll be, but what do you what do you want to look back on and think that's what I've achieved? What what do you hope to achieve in the sport?
2: Well, I mean, of course Grand Slam to me has always been always been a, a challenge I have to say. You know, uh, like Grand Slam tournament, I mean, <laughs> where it's gonna be wound button on yourself or any of these things, but it doesn't stop there. I mean I think once you do something like that I mean everything after that is just absolutely up to you. You know, it's. I mean, I. I honestly, I don't know, because I. It's a very, very funny question, but if I have to answer, it's gonna be. I mean, if I really gave up everything for myself in order to do, where, I, where I'm gonna be in ten years? So. I mean I think that's probably one of the most important things for, I think not only as a tennis player but as a person it's to not, have no regrets yeah to have no regrets I mean of course I will have certain but that's not the point is that if you're going to look back and say okay I really tried 100% you know if not I think it's going to be tough and this thing is going to hunt you many years after that and it's, it's not about being a you know tennis player or anything else it's just I think mainly about being a person that you are so it's I mean, I, and again, I think it's different for everyone, so it depends how you see things.
1: I know you're, you're based uh, in Paris, and uh, obviously you travel a lot. What What is it like when you go back home? How how well
2: known are you? Well, home, it's, yeah, it's always, yeah, the people know me a lot, they recognize me on the street nowadays, but, well, I mean, I'm always happy to go back home for a few days, it's always nice, and see the relatives, and, you know, spend a couple of days at home with the family, it's always uh, always a pleasure, and it's actually one of the greatest times cuz you think everything actually stops and and you don't all the worries and everything else is aside of you and it's like you're not into the reality so what that makes it even more interesting for for you to to compare um you know like being on a tournament being on a tour or then with anything else so it's kind of fun yeah
1: you know, it's a, I mean, it's it's an unusual world, isn't it, the tennis world? It's like a traveling circus. We pick ourselves up and drop ourselves up in another in another city. What do you what do you like most about the lifestyle of a tennis player?
2: First of all, you travel every week. I mean, I mean, if you want to be a professional athlete in general, you gotta like that and changing hotels and all that. But I think, I mean, I never, frankly, I never, I never thought of that. I I think. I've been since since I was really young. I always wanted to travel and you know explore cities, cultures, and you know, all all type of things. So I, I haven't thought of that deeply and and see what exactly I like and one thing in particular I cannot name. But I think it's I mean it's always nice. Of course, sometimes you're like okay, I just want to go home for a week. Yeah, but beside that, no. And ju- just just finally, just tell me what what it is like for
1: For you, when you you hit the sort of shot you know one of your best shots, and the crowd goes crazy, it must be quite a feeling
2: no, no, the feeling is, is always nice i mean it 's always great to to you know to hear them applauding you and all that so but i mean sometimes i do I do things for the crowd sometimes i mean not not anymore, thank God, but before when I was playing, I was always trying to do something something nice but I almost realize, like
1: a responsibility that it's an entertainment yeah. business
2: uh, almost but in, in in the end of the day that's that's not the case and i think i realized that already thank god but i mean well it's uh i think it's a great feeling but in the same time you get even more motivated and i think your your focus increases more so it's always always nice to to look up to that
1: Igor Dimitrov, one of the fastest rising stars on the ATP World Tour, is just one of the guests that have featured on the tennis podcast so far. Janko Sarovic, Marin Cilic, Carlos Moyer and Pat Cash have all been on, so subscribe for free on iTunes and download the tennis podcast every week.